1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every once in a while we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I know it's been a long time, life gets in the way, and right now Blake is doing six weeks on a movie and I didn't want to wait six more weeks to do another episode. So with me, as he used to be this time, is our former co-host, the very illustrious Ryan. Hey. Hello. (laughs) Party on, Don. (laughs) Party on, Ryan. How's it going? I don't remember what our old intro used to be. Oh, be no. excellent to each other. That was that was the outro. Party on. We did. We I tried okay. that for an outro after you left the show, and every time I said be excellent to each other, Blake would say another line from a completely different movie. So I just gotcha. I just stopped trying after a while. I I bet that that got really weird at <laughs> some point. You know, be excellent to each other. Uh, may the no, force be with you. I am your father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, kind of, it was kind of like that. Um, so, what have you been doing since the last time you were on the show? Do you still, you still think Bigfoot's you know, dumb? I still think Bigfoot's dumb. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was just, before the show started, I was getting ready to tell you about years and years ago when we were blogger buddies right. on the inner tubes. Right. Uh, I had written an article about Bigfoot, and of course, I'm, I'm making fun of this Bigfoot hunter guy. And uh, I don't know; I must have linked to his crazy batshit website or something. Was this was this the guy who came like came after you and responded? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, I, I had no idea, but he didn't identify himself as the world's premier Bigfoot hunter. He said he was a bounty hunter. <laughs> and this is when I was in the band and he had contacted our our management and said, you know, Ryan, better quit talking shit about me because I'm a bounty hunter and I'm going to come after you guys. <laughs> and, of course, everybody's like, what? Ryan, what would you do to piss off this bounty hunter? And I'm like, I... I, I don't know. It, when I think Bounty Hunter, I'm thinking IG-88. I'm thinking Boba Fett. Yeah. but Or Dog the Bounty Hunter. Is, is but, this, uh... yeah, I was just completely confused. So I just ran a Bigfoot, a search for Bigfoot on your old blog. Is it Christopher L. Murphy? Probably. I mean, does he look like the typical Bigfoot hunter guy where he's, you know, kind of a squat dude? Most Who? of the most of the pictures are dead links. There is one that isn't, and it's just a tiny little like wallet sized headshot almost. Uh, if I saw this guy in a Walmart, I would think uh, white militia member. Okay, that would almost <laughs> definitely be him. Yeah, because he doesn't have he doesn't have a vest and a and a fedora, and that's typically how I identify cryptozoologists: is the vest and fedora. Oh. Well, I know or, this guy at some point had 
vest and a fedora. I believe. Yeah, I believe I I had identified him with a vest and a fedora. At some there's point, another but... there's another thing that uh, listeners uh, forgive me. You've heard this probably four or five times at this point, but Ryan, you haven't. Blake and I have discovered another fashion trend among uh, among cryptozoologists, and it's dressing like a leather daddy Nazi Confederate soldier. There, we found two different mm. guys who who wear like black leather coat, like leather dusters, because that's cool, right? A black leather duster. You just wear that, makes yeah. you instantly cool. You don't have to be cool oh, yeah. before you wear it. It makes you cool. And then they wear these black leather cowboy hats that are like you know, like the ones that are all tacoed up on the sides. Oh, good lord! And, oh yeah, I mean nothing says incel. I right. study the blade like mm-hmm. leather duster, but. But they have a totem cop on the front, just like a metal fucking skull and crossbones, so they look like Nazi, weird Nazi Confederates. There's at least right. two of them who dress like that. They, they, I guess they're like the cool dudes, right? Like they're the they're the guy who plays D and D, but then he talks about how lame it is the whole time. And right. He's like he's the cool one among the nerds, but he's still a fucking loser to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Like while you were out there having premarital sex, I was studying the blade I studied, and learning about Bigfoot. I studied Bigfoot. While you were doing drugs, I learned about the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. And and now that Mothman is attacking you, you want my help? <laughs> Too late now. Now, you know what? I wonder. It, it's got to. It's it's almost like the reverse now, where those guys who have it all figured out, they mu- I know how they feel because we have to deal with mass coals. Yeah. And anti-vaxxers. Yes. They must feel like us, where they're like, these people don't get it. They just <laughs> don't. It's like reverse conspiracy. That's that's. Honest to God, that's one of the reasons I stopped blogging back in the day was because everybody who would argue with me was even more confident in their opinions than I was. Yeah. And and it like I'm not not confident in my opinions, but they're they're subject to change like obviously, but you're arguing with a bunch of people right. who think they are absolutely correct. And what the fuck is the point? Like they like like you know, somebody would. You remember? You remember Yoder's good health recipe? You remember the fucking apple cider vinegar thread that went on for yes, years? Yes, they. Yeah, there was no, there was no convincing these people otherwise. They knew their grandma uh, got cured from AIDS and cancer and camel syphilis. Yeah, and, by and, drinking apple cider vinegar. And, and everybody who didn't actually read the post I wrote and then left some misspelled garbage run-on sentence word salad comment absolutely thinks that we're the stupid ones for not thinking right. that apple cider vinegar cures AIDS. We, we, we are complete morons. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you just get to the point where you're like, you're absolutely right, sir. Yep. I, I'm fucking stupid. I'm going to go take a bath I, in vinegar right now. I am, I am an idiot. <laughs> you know, I, I did see a, a conspiracy post the other day. It was great. Uh it said, you know, if I wanted to get rid of conservatives, I'd tell them that vaccines have microchips and wearing a mask will kill you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay. So it's like a reverse conspiracy. Well, I, Somebody 
there there were some folks on uh on Twitter a week or two ago who were like, guys, if we just if we just say it's the Trump vaccine and Trump made it and it's the greatest vaccine ever made because Trump made it, would they fucking take it and then people would stop dying already? Yeah. Oh, of course they would. Yeah, just like use the conspiracy against them. Did did you see the the photo that I found? It's actually from Ben Palmer, who's this. Are you familiar with him, the satirist? I don't think does, so. I, ho- I hope it helps. I don't think so. Or I hope this helps. He does uh, troll posts posing as businesses where he trolls their customers and everything. <laughs> well, anyway, so he had a picture where it's like trying to look official, where it's Alex Jones, InfoWars, and it just says... They're safe and effective. Alex Jones on the vaccines. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, we have to we have to spread this. They don't turn the freaking frogs gay. Gay frogs! <laughs> You're You're I that poor guy. <laughs> don't Actually, feel you know bad what? for him. No, no. You're right. I don't feel sorry for him. Fuck him. He's a he's a fucking malignant grifter. Yes, anytime, he is a malignant grifter. Anytime the rubber meets the road, he's like, no, that's just a character I play. That's just a character I play on the radio show. I don't actually, I don't believe that. It's just how I make money. Can I see my kid now? now? Buy, my herbal, buy my herbal supplements. You want my brain pills to make your brain bigger and your dick longer? <laughs> what What if you fucked up and it made, it made your brain longer and your dick? Well, I don't. I got nothing. Well, the dick one is good either way. I suppose, but yeah. making your bigger brain and longer, longer dick. Uh, what, 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 walking a, around with a fucking hot dog head. <laughs> Shit! I took the dick pills, and it made my brain longer. My occipital That's lobe is enormous. Strong. I can see so well. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if these people process anything, but yeah, I, I, you know, I was had, gonna, I was gonna. Finished my bounty hunter story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's cool. We went on a tangent about Alex Jones, and I'm always down to make fun of him. It's a good theme for this particular show, but yeah. So my band management, they're like, "Dude, who did you piss off?" And it it turns out that it's this creepo goofball Bigfoot hunter guy who's pretending to be Dog the Bounty Hunter. And to be fair, Dog the Bounty Hunter is also pretending to be Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's a good point. Yeah. Isn't that guy, isn't he like five foot three? Yeah. He's like real short and they always make him look real big. Uh, but I, I, I just said, you know, send the guy back an email and send him my phone number and he can call me and we can hash out this, this Bigfoot thing. Sorry. I made fun of you because you believe in goofy stuff for no good reason. My bad. Did he call? He never called. They oh. never call. Oh, was he just thought you would be intimidated because he hunts bounties because he hunts bounties yeah it's like the millennium falcon that's i'm serious i hear bounty hunter and it just makes me laugh i know i know bounty hunting is like a serious thing yeah but like why would why would you be afraid of a bounty hunter unless you have like a bunch of unpaid parking tickets or you jump bail (laughs) Or I'm a smuggler wanted by Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, you know, I just he's like, I found your banned website. I do not agree with the no disintegrations policy of the Empire. So <laughs> watch your ass. 
Brian. As you wish. Watch your oh, ass. Oh, wait, no, I was, I was doing the old Boba Fett voice. Oh, man. Now you that gotta, shows my age. Now, now you got to do it with the Kiwi when you accent. Do the Jer- yeah. When it was Jeremy Bullock, who was also like Jeremy five foot two. Yeah. I, yeah, you got to do the Tamura Morrison that as you wish. I, I, I can't. I used to be able to do accents and shit. And now I'm just old and fat. And... Blake, Blake can do a decent New Zealand. It's it's kind of like it's very soft and uh, there's a, a lot. It's, it's it's almost kind of like Australia, but it's actually a bit easier to do a Kiwi accent. You just kind of have to talk like this, this, and um, and you sound pretty good. Australia is fucking impossible. Though. I've never been able to do. It's like nice. My Australian accent is Australian for about half a second, and then it becomes Cockney. So I don't even try. Yeah, I Except, just I just sound like you know a bad crocodile Dundee <laughs> impersonation. There was there was an yeah, Australian not chick in one of my uh, uh, anthropology classes in college who was in a group project with me, and she never showed up for group meetings. And so I would just do my impression of her to the rest of the group, and they thought it was great. And when she didn't show up for the <laughs> final project delivery. Uh, luckily I knew her part well enough to deliver it. And I almost delivered it in my impression of her, which cause she was just like fucking high all the time. And all she ever talked about was weed. Just uh, it's the only thing to come out of her mouth. And like her, her research was fine, but we only ever got it through email and it would have been like, wow. So like, you know, the country of Greece is uh, not actually ethnically Western, but the people that live, like, on Greece these days, uh, mostly they're, like, they're, like, descended from the folks of the Anatolian Peninsula, but, like, they, uh, they uh, feel a strong cultural force from the rest of the West who views them as, like, the, like, the cradle of civilization, like, to pretend that, like, they are ethnically related to, like, Socrates, like. That's how she talked. Uh, that would put me to bed. Uh, yeah, I, I she was really hot. For when I have insomnia. She was, like, really hot. Oh, I mean, that's cool. Might have helped. I like hot weed chicks. <laughs> hot weed chicks who don't carry their weight in the group project. Hot weed chicks. Yeah, every, yeah. Everyone thinks that because I'm liberal, like I'm just a pothead, and it's like, no, I don't smoke the marijuana. Just uh, you just don't think that it should uh, require you to go to jail for the rest of your life. Exactly. I just don't necessarily think it should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, I got I got a um, I got a beast for you. You want to you want to talk about it? Yeah, we should actually talk about beasts that probably don't exist. Yeah, I mean, 15 minutes is usually where the bullshit ends. Sometimes it goes longer, but okay, here we go. Okay, you ready? This is special for you. I, oh, I, I, I am just completely. <sighs> okay, let's okay let's put put it put your shit. put your dick back in your pants. I don't I don't need to see the result of your Alex Jones pills. Just calm down. No, that's my wiener head from when my brain got too long. Oh, I'm long. sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's easy to mistake. <laughs> just imagine. That's, I just, I'm thinking it like I, you take the wrong dick pill and now you look like fucking Bert. <laughs>
<laughs> you look like a fucking alien from one of the xenomorphs. <laughs> you're just such a, you're just, shit. And then your dick is like I've mixed writing up my brain pills and my dick pills. <laughs> your dick's writing uh, like physics dissertations. <laughs> and your and, and your head is and suddenly your head is really high and you want to consume mass quantities. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't Ernie. Oh, anyway. <laughs> okay, here we go. September sixteenth, nineteen twenty one. Lake Walgren, also known as Lake uh, Alkali Lake, Sheridan County, Nebraska. Oh the Hay Springs near and dear. What? Near and dear to me. Yep, yep. Uh, this I'm lucky there was some meat on these bones because this is the only cryptid I could find in Nebraska apart from half a dozen sightings of Bigfoot at the Bigfoot Field Research Organization. So is this the Frogman? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'll quit spoiling. It, wait, is there is there a Nebraska Frogman to go with the Loveland, Ohio Frogman that we did when you were on the show? Yeah, dude. There's like uh, the Grand Island Frogman here in Nebraska. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm gonna have to look into that one. No, this is not the Grand Island Frogman. So. Uh, on that day, 1921, the Hay Springs News reports a lake. Hey, the Hay Springs News is the name of the newspaper. Reports a lake monster sighting with the headline: "If it isn't a whale, it's a whaler of an animal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it isn't, it's a whaler. Yeah, it's if a it wh- isn't whaler it, of an animal. If it isn't a whale, it's a dude who kills whales of an animal. Okay, that, that's what I'm. Well, I was thinking more like. It was a member of Bob Marley's band. Oh right? yeah, that's I like that better. Yeah. No, actually, I don't okay. because I don't like reggae like at all. I yeah, hey hey, put me on the spot. I fuck, I can't stand it. It's it all. Sorry, everyone. It all sounds the same. The only thing I like that is even remotely close to reggae is Sublime, and that's also mostly the only ska I like. So I guess if you combine the two, I'm cool with it. But like, there's I, man. There was a radio station that was just randomly playing shit when I lived in Spokane, and it was like 20 minutes of reggae, and you would never know when one song ended and the next one began. It just sounded like the same fucking oh, song yeah, for 20 like, minutes. And it's all on the same key, same beat. I know people out there like it. You're not shitting on you because you like reggae, but no, cannot do reggae. Well, I like some pretty stupid shit, so yeah. I'm sure you could find something in my musical wheelhouse to make fun of. Yeah. Uh, but no, no reggae. Oh, I was also going to – we were talking about Australia. I have to put you on the spot real quick. What? Okay. People who pronounce the city in Australia that is spelled M-E-L-B-O-U-R-N-E, how is that pronounced? Uh, I've heard, always heard it from Australians is Melbourne. Yes, it's it's Melbourne. Um, are you a douchebag if you say Melbourne and you're not Australian? I think if you say it to Australians, no. I, okay, I have maybe a controversial opinion on this. I think Australians are douchebags for insisting on the pronunciation of Melbourne. Because okay. it's only Melbourne because that's how their accent pronounces the second syllable. Like expecting right. us with our accent to suddenly do your accent... For, like, it's it's like it's not like Edinburgh. Edinburgh is not pronounced Edinburgh. It is Edinburgh. Yeah. That's the name of the city. But like Melbourne, it's Melbourne, and you just you say the R different from us, right? So why? It's, so I, 
I I make every attempt to pronounce people's city names correctly and names correctly, mm-hmm. but in the end, I, I am a just doofus who speaks one language fluently and also badly, and w- one other <laughs> language barely competently. But I just I'm not going to interrupt my speech as a white guy from small town Nebraska and just say, you know, so the other day I was uh, thinking about a city in Nicaragua. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to... Lake Titicaca in Nicaragua. Uh, and so it, forgive me if I mispronounce Melbourne uh, or Quebec or any of those other cities. Uh, I am not trying to be a douche. It's but, a... Uh, it's it it it's kind of like uh oh what's the food network G- Giada De Laurentiis the food network uh my uh one of my college buddies always called her tits and teeth she would do the uh, everyday italian and she's american uh but she's like related to Dino De Laurentiis the guy that like funded oh, yeah, yeah. fucking He-Man movie and shit and and Conan and yeah, shit uh yeah i think he did know that maybe yeah, he fucking who did maybe he didn't do He-Man Superman right? yeah, Superman yeah yeah Superman. yes that's right um anyway uh, she is American, and whenever she says a word, like an Italian food word, she'd be like, and then we're going to take all of the, we're going to take the cheese grater, and we're going to grate the mozzarella. I, I know, yes, okay. That's that's the thing. And, like, I want to pronounce things properly, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go to Olive Garden and say, you know what, I would like to try the special primavera. Right, you if know, I'm in Italy, perhaps I will do that. But or, if I'm in America, I, I don't. I'm not gonna. If I spoke Italian, yeah. Uh, okay. So now I, yeah, the the the, the beast. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. Anyway, the way he's a whaler. He's a he's a whaler of an animal. Uh, so later that year, on October 21st, the Hay Spring News uh, had a second report. Uh, this one was on a fish and game plan to catch the whaler of an animal that had to be delayed indefinitely because they didn't have any tools they thought were large enough to catch the beast. Uh, on August 11th... Any tools? Yeah, they didn't have any beast-catching tools. Uh, on August 11th, okay. 1922, they reported a second sighting, and the beast finally made the big time in 1923 when he made it all the way to Omaha. The Omaha World Herald reported the sighting by a man named J.A. Johnson. Were you going to say something? Old J.A. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Who, uh, as we'll find out, is almost certainly fictitious. But... (laughs) I was going to pretend to know him and come up with a big backstory. You know, he owns that steakhouse over on... Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's famous for the the really large ribeye, the Big Johnson. (laughs) If you can eat my Big Johnson, you eat for free. Do you remember those fucking t-shirts? Yes, Is there any way, other way to say, hi, I'm a huge douchebag? Yep. I remember when everybody had, like, ooh, they're comical shirts that advertise a weird brand. Like, fucking, remember Big Dogs? Big Dogs, yeah. Fuck that. No fear. No, uh, uh. And and Taz tattoos. Yes. No fear was so, like, if you see some, I still occasionally see a pickup truck with no fear, with a no fear decal or bumper sticker, and like, wow. The only way to be a bigger douche is to have a locally hated decal. (laughs) But at this point, isn't, like, no fear, isn't that hipster now? I don't know, maybe. I mean, 
hasn't it just jumped the shark to the point where, like, literally, if you have a no fear sticker on your pick 'em up truck, this is all ironic. It's just yeah, it's just for irony now. Yeah, it you could don't, be. You don't. But I, I don't know. Like, there's a fad. You you may be aware of this. You're you're almost as terminally online as I am. But there is a fad among pickup truck owners to just cover the rear window and giant stickers that spell out "I eat ass." <laughs> one of my buddies saw one of these and sent it to a group chat. And he's like, "Oh my god, this, this fucker just advertising that he eats ass on his pickup truck." And I was like, "Oh, you sweet summer child! Like, this is a thing. It's not this guy. It's this kind of guy." Yeah, that kind of guy. And what he's indicated, what he's trying to indicate to the world is, it's you know, much as a peacock raises his tail feathers, mm-hmm. he's trying to say, "Hey, ladies, check out my pick'em up truck. I eat ass." Yeah. But what it says to me is, like, you literally eat ass. Like you like, like poo in your mouth. <laughs> you like poop in your mouth, and if if there was a can of fish assholes, you, that's like what you would eat. Mm. Well, maybe he just means he really um, likes hot dogs. Because I've always been told that's which, just buttholes and lips. Well, yeah, and circus animals. Of course. But it's oh. delicious. Okay, back to the monster. So, the Omaha World Herald. Here's the sighting that they reported from Jay Johnson. It, uh, the beast was, quote, 40 feet long, dull gray slash brown in color with a horn like... Wait, this is 1923. i got to do my mid-Atlantic accent. <clears throat> 40 feet long, right. dull gray slash brown in color with a horn-like object between its eyes and nostrils. It looked similar to an alligator, but was bigger and heavier than an alligator. When the creature noticed the men, it emitted a dreadful roar, thrashed its tail about, and then dove under the water. So, isn't there... Th- that reminds me of, like, one of the enemies in Final Fantasy Twelve. <laughs> What, you beat it up and it dives under the water? No, like it's a hairy gator. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember the hairy gator. Yeah, there's a hairy gator in, like, the, the land where you you have to go around and uh, just south of Rabinaster. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, been a When it's raining. Yeah, yes. It's been a while since I played 12. But, yeah, I, I remember the no, that's fuzzy fine. gator. Fuzz, fuzzy the gator. Yeah, fuzzy, al- hairy alligators. Yeah, so this terrifying uh, thing... Was an Fuzzy alligator, gator. but was was not a gator. Uh, it oh. even it made it all the way to the London Times. So like this 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 story from Nebraska made it made its way across the pond and was reported in London. So later Jesus. on uh, in 1935, uh, an author named Marie Sandoz she was writing a biography of her uh, her father, and uh, the book was called Old Jewels, and she happens to mention. Uh, this, this beast, which is old just jewels. old jewels, yeah, um, yeah. That's just, I mean, that's just what. Uh, sorry, I mean, I just think old guy balls. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so this is a biography of my dad's testicles. Uh, <laughs> we call it old jewels. They were very hairy. Uh, it was all gray, grizzled hair. How do I know this? Look, he's my dad. We, you... We're talking about hairy, hairy gators, hairy balls. Yeah. You're in it. You're in Indiana, so you're right I, down. Right and I'm familiar Maine. with I'm familiar with Harry Balls. I mean, Harry Balls, former <laughs> mayor of Muncie, is half an hour north of me. <laughs> oh, it's Muncie. I thought it was Fort Wayne. Is it Fort Wayne? Whatever. That's an I hour d- and a half. Fuck north if of I me. know. It's I, th- I think it's Muncie. I think Harry Balls is Muncie. Hold on. Now I got. I'm not. I'm not the Hoosier. The only thing I know about Muncie is uh, oh Fort Wayne. The Hudsucker proxy. You're right. It's Fort Wayne. Oh, you know what you should know about Muncie is it's the headquarters of uh, Paws Incorporated. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because that's what you because you love Garfield. You're a huge Garfield fan. Oh, my favorite! He's your God. 
It's oh, didn't you point me to a website one time where they just put three random Garfield? Yeah. And, and just like any other Garfield cartoon, every one of them was funnier than any real Garfield cartoon. Right. Okay. So, anyways, the the fuzzy gator gets yeah. all the, the fuzzy horned gator. It's not a gator. Gets all the way to fucking London. Yes, and and in this, in and and you know, like what is this? Like twelve years later? Yeah, twelve years later. This is what Mary Sandoz said. Uh, Alkali Lake, this is a direct quote, Alkali Lake near Hay Springs, where the early sky pilots dr- dipped their converts, was inhabited by a sea monster. Now, are you familiar, I should stop to say, are you familiar with Alkali Lake slash um, the, the fucking uh, Lake Walgren? Because it has two names. I, I know Al Kaline, the old baseball player, but not Lake Al Alkali? Yeah. In Nebraska? Yeah. By Hay Spring. No, I... Hay Spring? Yeah, Hay Springs. I you can't know. think because I know where sh- where Sheridan would be. It, yeah, it's in, in it's Nebraska. in Sheridan be- County, and Hay Springs, presumably named for the natural uh, hay spring that they found in the town around. Yes, where they didn't have to grow hay for the horses; <laughs> it just bubbled out of the ground. The earth produced the hay; it blew <laughs> out of the ground once a year. We gathered around. As the hay sprung from the earth, and then a farmer came by and was like, "No, guys, yeah, that's just that's that's how it works, guys. That's how that's how plants work." Oh, here we thought it was magic. <laughs> <laughs> it come out of the ground. It, um, it, it, it yeah. come to think of it, it was awfully slow compared to a normal spring. <laughs> a normal spring, it just shoots right up, but this hay it took, took six months. months. <laughs> um, no, I can't picture where this is but uh we do have some crazy lakes in here in the shit's flat state of nebraska but uh <laughs> please continue and i'll, I'll see if it rings right. a bell. so and and by the way the name of this monster i haven't officially worked it in yet it's just the alkali lake monster or the lake walgren monster that it doesn't have a cute nickname i like fuzzy horned gator okay a lot better i was gonna say wally for lake walgren hmm i don't know it's, well, let's do yeah. That's only cute. two syllables. Wally. Okay, so Wally Wally Gator. Wally Gator. Who is Wally Gator? Isn't that's a cartoon? Right? Yeah, it's a Wally Gator. Wally Gator. <laughs> okay, okay. So Alkali Lake near Hay Springs, where the early sky pilots dipped their converts, was inhabited by a sea monster with a head like an oil barrel, shiny black in the moonlight. Some thought it was a survival of the Coal Age, but Johnny Burroughs and other fundamentalists of the flats knew better. I'm so excited for this next part. The same devil that scattered the fossil bones over the earth to confound those of little faith could plant a sea monster among the oh. sinners. Yeah, with so, a, a head like an oil drum. So they and the devil, they they found a city um, I knew- ar- around the natural hay spring, and there are a bunch of early creationists. Yeah. <laughs> I knew the devil was going to pop up somewhere. <laughs> so the devil, he went around burying dino fossils and made a quick stop over in rural Nebraska to put a fuzzy alligator monster. Just to make sure that we could question that the global flood ever happened. Right. Or is it the other? Yes. Or, okay. Well, it is. He planted a sea monster among the sinners. So maybe it's just a way to torment the sinners by scaring them with a beast. Oh, maybe. Yeah. 
Which is interesting. It's an interesting torment for a thing that like three people ever claimed to have seen and all of them were fictional. That's not it's not much of a torment. You know, I'm I have been really trying to pay attention and, and picturing this this beast in my mind. So it's got a head like an oil drum. Yes. It's fuzzy. It's got a horn. It's shiny black in the it, moonlight. It's shiny shiny black in the moonlight and it looks like a gator but it's not a gator yes so it's a fuzzy gator oil drum head horn beast thing. correct what where are its eyes in position to um the- well the horn-like object is between its because eyes and its nostrils that's what we that's all we get its, okay because i just expect all of these end up like scooby-doo monsters here and i'm just expecting the beady eyes the little beady eyes what why do, do all the cryptids have beady eyes or eyes like headlights or um i mean a lot of them have glowing eyes or eyes that light glowing up. eyes you no know, bigfoot's got the big the brow ridges that kind of have make him have deep sunken eyes um, right i'm trying to think like um the beast of bray road has uh super six-pack abs direct quote from uh claim sighting um, super six pack abs. Super six pack abs. Oh yeah, the dude totally wanted to fuck the beast of Bray Road. Like he described its ruby red lips and its muscles and its super six pack abs. And he looked for its junk. I know this because he couldn't find Ooh. it and said said he couldn't see any dick on the beast. Said he couldn't see any dick. Yeah, so no the, visible so reproductive. The beast organs. of Bray Road does six minute abs. Yeah, he he's he uh, does a lot of crunches, and his dick is either non-existent, small, hidden in his pubes. I don't know. So, but okay, so so this beast, uh, Wally Gator, uh, Wally Gator, yeah, uh, came up in in. This is sort of official, kind of. Okay, so it's 1938, so now we're three years later. We're like 15 years out from the last reported sighting, the one that made it to London. Something called the Federal Writers Project uh, in a monthly magazine called Nebraska's Tall Tales. That sounds legit. Yeah, some sort of monthly publication. Uh, claimed that it was so big it shook the ground when it walked and made nauseate and it nauseated farmers for miles around from from the tremor, tremors and when it hunted it created a sickly green fog. So I have I have a fairly long quote from I was able to find this exact thing. So feel free to interrupt me at any point while I'm reading this with color commentary. I don't know if I I don't know if I want to like <laughs> okay. So I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around this now. So we have. The hairy Wally Gator with the oil drum head, with a horn, and it is now tro- trolloping through the Nebraska countryside, causing earthquakes. causing tremors. Yes, and it's ca- and these tremors are causing the farmers to become nauseous. Yes. I just want to make sure that I have this. Yes, you are squared away. You you are building its uh, its its power set, and yeah, that's you, you've got it. You've got it so far. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Quote, he is one of the few inland sea serpents in the world. Oh, that's he's just... a serpent now. Well, I mean, yes, he's that too. Uh, I just, I, I, I love that in 1938, they were like, no, there are only a couple of lake monsters in the whole world. Like, no, every goddamn yeah. lake has a lake monster. We did um, it... a couple months after you, uh, you left the show. We did Raystown Ray in uh, a lake in Pennsylvania, a man-made lake. A lake that was made like 50 years ago. Somehow there's a plesiosaur yeah. in it. Because lakes all have monsters. It's a rule. So, 
Have we ever seen a map made before 1800? Holy Christ. So here we go. Sometimes down through the years, possibly to distinguish him from other sea serpents known for their phenomenal performances, he acquired the name of Giganticus Brutivi... Brutervius, which is shows up nowhere that I could find before this t- tall tale article. So they just literally gave him <clears throat> a genus and species. Yeah, they just they they just they officialized him. If it has a genus and a species, it must be real, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So formidable is Giganticus, which sound Giganticus sounds like a I don't Giganticus. know like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, I, that, I mean, this is literally, it's what I'm picturing. It's just, you know, oil drum head. Right. And then, like, body, serpent body. And it comes into Angel Grove and Bulk and Skull see it and get scared and crap their pants. And then Rita yeah. makes it grow real big. Like, that's, that's, that's kind of what Giganticus would look like. Okay, back to the quote. Now, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. I know I'm a little bit older than you, but I'm, I am a, I was a little too old for Power Rangers. I have seen a few of them. Uh, but I'm not going to be able to match you on Power Rangers or Pokemon. I apologize. I uh, I also don't give a shit about Pokemon, but I was just just on the like older edge of being able to enjoy the first few seasons of Power Rangers. Hey, yeah. hey, no gripes, no yeah. gripes. It's cool. So, okay, so formidable is Gigantic. Like shitty Voltron. Yeah, um, it's like sh- shitty shitty live act. Well, I mean, Voltron was also shitty Voltron. That's but true. New Voltron on Netflix, fucking dope as hell, though. So good. Haven't had a chance to really see it. Really good. Okay. So Giganticus, so formidable is Giganticus that when he comes to the surface of the water, the earth trembles and the skies cloud over. Those who have been brave enough and strong enough to endure a glance at him say that his flashing green eyes spit fire. So there you go. Now we have uh, some more description of his eyes. He breathes fire from his eyes. That with a head yes. like a huge oil bolts barrel. Of lightning from his arse. <laughs> With a head like a huge oil barrel, he looks like something one sees in a very bad dream, and that the least movement of his big, pointed ears causes a tempest on the lake. So, he's a little OP so far, and we're still not done yet. Like, this is... You you don't want to run across this guy in a video game. He's like the fucking Emerald Weapon. Yeah. I was going to say, like, what other powers does this guy need? Well... He's got tremors, horns. Well, let me tell you. As he rears and flips his powerful tail, the farmers become seasick for miles around. When he comes ashore to devour his daily ration of a dozen calves, a mist... I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you there. Yes. The farmers get seasick. Yes. I am just... Okay, I am baffled by that Look, sentence. this is a town... Look, this this all makes perfect sense. If you understand, this is a town of people that think, hey is the same as water. Remember? Okay, there, there is just so much to unpack in this. Uh, <laughs> all right, the farmers were seasick. Yes. And, okay, keep... Uh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's okay. keep going. It, we're almost there. We're almost to the end. When he okay. comes ashore to devour his daily ration of a dozen calves, a mist arises so thick that travelers cannot make their way through it, and his flashing eyes color the mist a murky green. The gnashing of his teeth sounds like clap after clap of thunder. So, I mean, basically, this guy is a Final Fantasy thirteen boss. Yes. And that's the shitty Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, 
You know, when I think, uh, oh, you know what it reminds me of hmm. is uh, what was the, the, the boss monster from Final Fantasy VI that had the trunk for the head? Mm. That was kind of like, it was a snail body and it had a trunk for a head. I vaguely remember that. I just played that too, like yeah, two it was years in, ago. It was in Daryl's Tomb. And I believe that you get the treasure you get from it is like, you get a weapon from it or something. Anyhow. So it's what you're saying is the, the oil barrel head hides a powerful artifact. Yeah, th- no, what I'm saying is like, I'm I'm imagining it being like a really shitty rpg monster yeah with just uh, a, just a random these, assortment of powers were these people larping i mean is this <laughs> is that a possibility well it's, it's it's i mean it's funny should it's funny you should ask um so now this is where i get to the obligatory even the native americans supposedly had stories about this monster of course uh, naturally right which is extra funny in this case because we know with very little doubt exactly where this originated. And it originated okay. with a man named John G. Mayer. Like Bill 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 Mayer, Bill Maher, M A H A E R, Bill Maher. I don't know. How, how do you okay. that's a fucker. I don't want I don't care about his name. Um so yeah. uh Maher or Mayer, I don't know, was a Nebraska politician, businessman, military officer, and yellow journalist. In the late 19th and 20th centuries, back when you could have, like, you could wear that many fucking hats. Like, when yeah. you, could, you could be, like, a moderately well-off dude and just bounce from weird job to weird job. Um, I'm the sheriff of this here town, and I also dole out the properties. Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> so he dealt in real estate, uh, of, of course. Uh, he also founded an insurance company. He fought in the Spanish-American War and in World War One. He got an officer's commission in World War One, And most importantly for our story today was an incredibly prolific hoaxer. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So for a time when he was when he was a, a newspaper man slash yellow journalist, uh, he was a cor- he was the Western correspondent for the New York Herald because this was, you know, in the time when Nebraska was still considered the West. Right, yeah. like we, like we, we, you know, California was there, Washington was there, but it, it's still like this was this was still considered the West instead of just the very midest of the Midwest. So we we are the frontier, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so uh, according to, and I was able to find most of this book uh, or the, the, this chapter of this book online. Um, there's a chapter in a 1959 book called Nebraska Folklore. The chapter is called the John G. Mayer hoaxes. And uh, it was just like a, a brief accounting of his life and then a full explanation of every hoax that the author was aware of. Uh, so uh, here, here's, here's what the author, uh, what was her name? I thought I put her. Oh, Louise, Louise Pound. Her name is Louise Pound. Uh, and here's what she said about his time as a, as a journalist in the West. Um, <clears throat> Eastern newspapers in general were interested in the Plains region, in Indian fighting, in natural phenomena, and in newly explored areas and badlands and unusual happenings. To meet this demand, Mayer often supplied fabricated occurrences to help out the real happenings, he reported. So, just like, oh, well, people want to hear crazy shit from the frontier, so I'll just give them some crazy shit and get paid for it. Yeah, that reminds me of the story... uh... Wasn't the there were I mean that shit was just so common back then that they would 
when the, a lot they had the Alaska gold rush and then they started coming up with the worms that were in ice worms <laughs> i think are you familiar with that vaguely it's it's ringing a bell hold on let me open let me see if it's in my cryptozoology a to z by friend of the show lauren coleman uh nice probably my least favorite cryptozoologist because he looks dumb he signs his twitter uh his tweets with his name and he believes literally <laughs> everything that anybody ever tells him okay so i I love when people sign their Twitter. Like, I love how Hulk Hogan does it. HH, and does yeah. it, and he's like, and Hulk Hogan, brother, no motherfucker. That means hail Hitler, and you're already on the hook for saying the N word a bunch. So you yeah. may want to quit. May want to not do that. Would win a it's, like, it's like they never got past Live Journal with their social media. Nope, no ice worms. In I, we only have Egopogo. Uh, Iliamna no Lake Monster, Indonesian Coelacanths, and the International Society of Cryptozoology. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I can tell you, Louise Pound is a, a well-known Nebraska writer. Really? Um, cool. So much so that I don't know a whole lot about her. Um, <laughs> you just, you, you're however, aware I that do she know existed. The name. Okay. I am aware that she exists and did write about people, but so this guy basically was just a bullshitter yeah, yeah. and came up came up with a bad Final Fantasy 13 mid boss mm -hmm. that he gave a bunch of powers to. Well, actually honestly it seems like the powers that it had were granted to it by later writers. Uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to like find the original articles in the London Times or like the Hay the Hay Spring Hay Spring News. Yeah, the Hay Springs News to see what, what the original claims were. But it's one of those stories that just like it, every version of this, you know, three, five, ten, fifteen years later, is bigger and badder. Like it just grew with the telling. So I don't know if if um, this guy Mayer actually came up with the mist and the thunder crack gnashing of jaws and the fire breathing green eyes, I I don't know. And the nauseous farmers, right? The, the, the seasick the sea farmers, farmers uh, standing in their spring of hay and just on the rolling waves of hay. You know, okay. So so um, here's uh, here's a list of all of the hoaxes that Louise Pound was aware of. And she, she makes sure to caveat with how many more there were, I do not know. So there's the guy who did a bunch awesome. of bullshit, and she's like, there were probably more, but hell if I know what they are. So in the 1890s, he decided to hoax a petrified uh, man to capture the dinosaur hysteria of, you know, like kind of the early, the early fossil hunting days. So he took a full body plaster mold of a big ass Buffalo mm -hmm. soldier from a nearby fort. He cast it in cement and he buried it in Chadron, Nebraska, and then had a bunch of archeologists discover it. Do you know where Chadron okay, yeah. is? I, I'm, Imagine picture Nebraska. It's in the very top left hand corner. If okay. you're looking at a map. So it's in it's in that Shadron. It's in this. So Nebraska is like shaped like this, and it's over here. Yep. Okay. That's probably going to help everyone. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. It's it's podcasts are incredibly visual medium, Ryan. I know you've been out of the game for a while, but people can see everything we do. Shadron, Nebraska. I I have to share is. Apart from just about everything, it, imagine there's this town of like six thousand people, 
out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Because we played a gig there one time. We used to make a loop where we'd travel through Nebraska, we'd go through Wyoming, Denver, you know, uh, big cities. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the small towns in Nebraska, they're really fun to play. Shadron, no. No, not at all. There are no lights between Shadron and the next town of any size. There's nowhere to go to the bathroom for about 50 miles. <laughs> and I found that out one time when I had to use uh, the only time in my life that I've had to use the uh, the farm as my restroom. <laughs> now, was this number one or number two? It's... Oh, it was a number two. I'm sorry. It was an emergency. Because I've had to stop at the side of and, the road in the middle yeah, of nowhere and piss in the woods. But that's that's the extent of it. Well, you've never had the bubble guts so bad that you had to go over the hill and nope. use a cornfield? Nope. Never had to poop in someone's Okay, I hope, I hope, I hope, I don't wish that, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Uh, because it, it, here's me just like, you know, with the BGs. Over a hill, I'm in some guy's like farmyard. It's also winter, so you know my ass cheeks are just frozen, and it's windy, so it's they're flapping together. And of course, the van is over on the other side of the hill. People are stopping because it's Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, is everything okay? No, it's just our singer is over at the hill taking a crap. No, they can't say that because they don't. I can just imagine like this little old grandma after church in her nice church clothes and grandpa coming up over the hill. Is everything okay? Oh my God. Because I'm telling you, (laughs) this was the green apple splatters from hell. And I, I littered this, this poor farm. What did you, what did Uh, you wipe with? But that's my story about, you know, we were always prepared for emergencies. <laughs> okay, good. And we kept um, baby wipes because if you're if you're a, a traveling band, you're not always going to get a shower. Yeah. And so yeah. you take a van shower, and that's where you wash with baby wipes. Tops and so tails. We had baby wipes, Holes and we always bath. had napkins. I just quoted off. The so power. I just grabbed this like giant thing of napkins and baby wipes. <laughs> cool. I just well, ran. Um. I just asked because I, uh, when I was in elementary school, my friend Josh. That's my random. Uh, my friend Josh decided he was going to poop in the woods one day when he really had to go, and he wiped his ass with poison ivy. No, I didn't. I didn't get that kind of luck. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty much as bad as as you'd think it was. He, although he thought he seemed to think it was funny that he that is he had to make his mom apply calamine lotion to his bunghole, like he kind of bragged about it. I mean that is funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Okay, that part's funny. It's, I'm not. You know, I'm not surprised that Chadron is shitty because it is the combination of like two of the douchiest names out there. Let's name our city Chad Ron. Chad and Ron. Yeah. So. Chad Ron. Chad Ron. Let's name it Braden Laden. <laughs> Braden Laden. Okay. Okay. So later. Uh, later. Hey. Later, Mara decided to capitalize on a current hot spring craze, so he found a couple of hot springs near Chadron, and these are not hay springs. These are actual water springs that were naturally uh, warm through the power of uh, geothermal whatever, and he dumped a bunch of sodium carbonate into them, so they bubbled a lot, and then he claimed that they had magical healing properties. 
Okay. That's he, awesome. He just made up a bunch of stories about like the lame going into his soda baths and and walking and throwing their crutches aside. Just you know, faith healer shit. So after that, he published I, claims that the British were sending steamships up the Mississippi, up the up the Mississippi through like the river uh, system into Nebraska to capture some Irishmen in the town of Niabrara, which sounds like Super Irish. I'm pretty sure it was like Ni- an Irish Niabrera. Niabrera. Uh, supposedly after this was published, yeah. he sent a crate to Niabrera, and it was supposed to be full of guns, but it was actually full of shillelaghs. <laughs> right? <laughs> he makes up a fake-ass story that the I British are coming to kill a couple of Irish Republicans in Nebraska, and then sends them what is supposed to help defend themselves, and it's just a bunch of shillelaghs. I mean, seriously, why not just send a bunch of potatoes? <laughs> How? What? A, that is the best practical joke ever. I'm going to make you think you're in hey, mortal danger. And I'm also going to make you think that I'm going to help you in your mortal danger. Here's a bunch of sticks. Here's a bunch of <laughs> ethnically offensive sticks. Here. Yes, I was going to say ethnically offensive sticks. Oh, boy, oh, you got a big old stick to be whipping the British warship with, don't you know? Oh, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> at some point after the Spanish-American War, he spun a complex yarn about how he knew the identity of the man who blew up the USS Maine, the the, the uh, ship that exploded and sparked the whole war, and it was probably an accident, but fucking yellow journalism yeah. Teddy Roosevelt was like, no, we have to fight Spain. Well, he just he told an entire story yeah. about how he knew this guy and like happened to accidentally be in the same place as him and, and like okay, and this was after the war too. So this was like years after the war. This is after World War 1 he he made this up. Uh so as as far as we can possibly know that this is made up, we know that it's made up. Because right. You can the 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 stories that talk about it Especially like the London Times one, the Omaha ones, the byline on those, John G. Mayer. So that's what we know about this monster. But, but, um, like so many little towns and, and villages and locales across the country that have some type of weird cryptid fascinating uh, sighting or something, uh, the town of Hay Springs has adopted it at one point during their centennial celebration they made a model of the monster and sold official merchandise with his face and it just looked like a i saw a t-shirt picture of a t-shirt just looked like an average run-of-the-mill sea serpent no no cool final fantasy mid boss so, no oil drum head no oil drum or, head i, mean, I think did he? he's i did i do think he had a corn a, a corn a horn hold on let me uh let me click on one of my links here well, I mean that that was part of his whole ensemble. Yeah. Um, oh no, he doesn't even have a horn. Okay, so January nineteen sixty two oh. uh, issue of Outdoor Nebraska. The uh, the cover photo was the monster of Walgren Lake, and it looks like a green scaly dog with a long neck and a dinosaur body. So it's, imagine a brontosaurus with a green scaly dog head, like big flappy dog ears. Okay. Dog, kind of dog nose. Um, and then, oh, I totally forgot about this part. I, I don't know how I didn't put this in my notes. Um, 
<laughs> there is a supposed picture of it, which which actually is uh, just like a salamander. It was like a Fiji mermaid type thing, like a salamander that somebody glued shit to, and then and then put it next to a tiny toy car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, okay. So, and and the T-shirt, it's just this, it's the same dog face picture from the, uh, the the cover of the magazine. So yeah, it's the monster. This thing, like, it it's weird that nobody can really get a good idea of what it actually looks like. Yeah, you know, does it have a horn? Does it not have a horn? It's but they've just adopted this bullshit thing because that's what they're known for is just mm-hmm. this bullshit thing. Yep. And uh and okay. I, I, you know, I don't well, know if, if I am I don't know how tongue in cheek they are cuz uh the the hodag is is famous in uh whatever I forget which small town in in uh Wisconsin or Minnesota has the hodag. Like they have a statue of the hodag and the visitor center is full of hodag merchandise. But they know it's fake and they're very just like oh wink wink hodag, huh? I I I don't know if Hay Springs people actually still believe in this motherfucker. Or or not. Like there's that one old lady that lives in the cave that they go visit and say, let me tell you the tale. And <laughs> I, I can make you who, a healing you know. tincture with the fur of the fuzzy gator beast. You must bring me <laughs> one of his fiery green eyes. The fuel for my witch's brew. <laughs> And the horn, stay away from the horn. Uh, this, it just, it, it, this is kind of like a meme. <laughs> yeah. That got, you know, this is how memes used to work years ago yeah, before is, we had the internet. This is the, is, the uh, Richard Dawkins definition of a meme. Like, yeah, like just an idea that yeah. takes hold and spreads from brain to brain and changes and adapts over time. Oh, but he had a horn! Oh, yeah, and he and he made me and he made me sick. Yeah, I, I, I got better. <laughs> His eyes they, they they shot fire at me, and 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 then there was fog everywhere, green fog, green like a, fog. I couldn't even get through it. A bunch of drunk guys just sitting in in a tiny dirt floor fucking tavern. Telling stories about this thing <laughs> that, that a hoaxer told them about in the newspaper, and they, they just have to keep topping each other. Yep, they just have to. It, well, the monster I saw had a horn that was three feet long. Oh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been scared of that. This yeah. one had a horn that was four feet long, and it. Shit, green fog! It's shit, green fog, and and it gave me the it gave me the the the, the tremors. I I vomited it, I, copiously when he lashed his tail around as he was eating. He eats twelve cows a day. That's a lot of cows. Well, you were lucky to only lose twelve cows. <laughs> I lost twenty four cows and and sixteen chickens. Yeah, I mean that's. That's literally how this shit starts. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's the old Yorkshire guys just sitting around. Yeah, you were lucky to you were lucky to have a corridor. We lived in a rolled yes. up newspaper in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every day oh, we wake up at one thirty in the morning, four thing. hours before we went to bed. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There's uh, that's the Alkali Lake monster slash the Lake Walgren monster. A a a bunch of drunk guys believing a dumb hoax. That's uh, that's canon. Yep, that's official I am. Canon uh, now. Yeah. I do, I don't remember if we if we you know kind of close the show off with the Mythbusters thing or not, but. I am going to call this one bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's busted. Now, typically, we close with a real animal that is somehow related to the creature yeah. and is way more interesting. The, this one was so amorphous that I couldn't think of anything. Okay. Like, like okay, I did I did another silly one a, a few episodes back, which for me is like forever ago, but is honestly probably like two episodes, that was almost certainly just a sturgeon. Because there were various descriptions of how it looked, but all of them had some sturgeon fucking features in common <laughs> so, right yeah but this one is it just was like, big you know, and scaly yeah it had bones on its back big bony plates like a sturgeon oh. oh no it wasn't a sturgeon for it swam in the river you know like a sturgeon no, no! <laughs> it was not a sturgeon <laughs> for it was large you're like a 15-foot-long like sturgeon. sturgeon, right? No, 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 no. You're not understanding me. It was like a sturgeon in every way. But it was not a sturgeon. This was no, st- this was no sturgeon. <laughs> it was... Um, uh... Lurgeon. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> you, lost the t- you lost the train. It was that. a lurgeon. Yeah. Uh. It was a lurgeon sturgeon. <laughs> It's a new kind of sturgeon that I just made up. So there, Mr. Mister Doubting <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Mr. Doubting Thomas, how dare you doubt this thing I have just made up in front of you. <laughs> That's, I, it's, it's funny, you, you know, I have the ability when I'm talking to other people to just get them to admit that they're pulling stuff out of their ass. <laughs> Like I, I can get people to admit that. That's a good. And then they still want to try to convince me, even when they admitted that they were making. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Yeah, like you know, I was I was talking to some idiot about you know trans rights Mm -hmm. the other day, and he came up with this this goofball scenario about how uh, trans women are are taking over the nation, and and I said no, 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 they're not. Well, there's this one, uh, there's this one uh, trans woman who who uh, uh, won all the gold medals. No, 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 <laughs> no, she didn't. No, she she actually lost. But uh, like badly. But, but, but she's but she's in a, she's in another country, and yeah, she's probably 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 in another country. Uh, but 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 she took away a bunch of spots from a bunch of uh, a bunch of cis women, and it's like no, 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 yeah. she didn't take a bunch of bunch of spots. And finally, you get the guy. To the point where, sir, you are pulling this out of your ass that this massive conspiracy of trans women to take over women's sports that you care so much about, you WNBA supporter. They have really good and fundamentals, I, Ryan. I literally got the guy to say, I, I was like, dude, you are just pulling this out of your ass. Okay, well, fine. But, and then he he went back to it. <laughs> like, we we just determined that you are making all this up, yet you're going to proceed as if it's true. Yep. Yep. 
This is why I hate other people so much. I uh, I hate the Olympics. Um, they're dumb. They're a human rights disaster. Let me be clear. Fuck the Olympics. But I am happy about one thing in this Olympics. That the only trans person who won was a trans man. A trans man won a medal. And all of the people who shared it just assumed that it was a trans woman. Ryan. Oh, you're, I can hear you. I just can't see you anymore. What? Technical difficulties. Are you? Yeah. Are we back? Yeah, you're back. So, yeah, uh, a bunch of people are sharing, oh, this trans person won. It's what happens because a man is going to win over a woman every time. Uh, no, it was a trans man. It was a, it was a female-to-male trans person who won against a bunch of other men. The thing that they think is impossible because men are inherently athletically superior. And also, like, they don't seem to understand that trans men exist. It's all about trans women. Right. It's like this, this that, I, I don't know, are they just all afraid that they're going right. to... That they're they're gonna think somebody with a penis is attractive, is that what is it just that is that is it that simple? Yeah, I think I think a lot of them are just scared to death that they're going to be attracted mm-hmm. to a trans woman some at some point, and then they're gonna have to deal with it. It's like, and I mean, so, uh, there, were, these... there were a bunch of pissed off guys when Elliot Page transitioned. Right. And I think it's because a lot of dudes were attracted to Elliot Page pre-transition, and so right. was I. But my response was, my wife was like, so, you know, Elliot Page, uh, you see, yeah, I saw that. I guess I want to fuck a dude now. That was, those were my exact words. Right. Yeah. I guess he, he you know what? He's, He's pretty. He's kind of hot. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. I don't go into yeah. a gay panic, you guys. Yeah, it's it, it's... It's amazing, just you know, when we talk about this this particular monster and and the the proclivity of middle aged guys to just get so pissed when you don't accept their general bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you question this this idea that I hold so strongly? It is fiber to my very being, and it's really something that's insignificant like women's sports. Right. Not that I think women's sports are insignificant. I think women's sports are insignificant to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he, now all of a sudden he's found an ax to grind and, and the, yeah. the, the ax is trans rights and the grindstone is women's sports. And before this, he didn't give a fuck about women's sports. Right. Now all of a sudden there's something that I don't like mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm afraid of. The world is changing, and I don't like it. I'm afraid that things are going to be different, and I'm going to be lost and lonely in a world full of things that I don't understand, which is... Oh, oh and I got another one. I just... I, while we're talking about it, I was talking to a guy who says, you know, I'm completely okay with whatever anybody wants to do, but the thing with uh, non-binary people is... Uh, they and them, that's plural. And I said, no, it's not. Yeah, they and them, that's plural. Okay, let's do this. Someone left their wallet at the bar last night. They should come pick it up. How many people <laughs> am I talking about? Uh, f- At least four. 
No, actually, to this person's credit, he said, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Okay, great. Now make the goddamn effort. Yeah, just stop. And it's like, gra- like grammatically, that feels weird in my mouth. Like, it, I will, I like, I don't agree with this guy that is bullshit, but I will say it feels weird to refer to a single individual that I know uh-huh. as they. But... Yes, I'm going to make the extra effort because it doesn't matter if it's weird to me. Right. Like, who gives a fuck how it makes me feel? <laughs> that's, right. That's not important. Right. And and now that I've been educated, I can either properly address or refer to someone, or I can continue on this path of ignorance and be thought an asshole. Yeah. And I'd rather not be thought an asshole yep. because I do a lot of things that people could consider me an asshole for doing. You'd like to and be if you you like to be known as an asshole for the things that you own and are proud yes. to be an asshole about. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's some things that I'm proud to be an asshole about. We're uh, we're about an hour ten. I think it's about time to wrap it up. So Ryan, do you have any any final thoughts about um about Wally Gator about the fuzzy alligator beast? No, I think we kind of we kind of nailed it with just the meme and uh, mm-hmm. general general skepticism of yeah. of how how something can arise from complete whole cloth bullshit. Yep. Oh, I do have I have a final thought personally. Um, it's related to what you said about middle aged men just getting real angry that you dare question their brand of bullshit. Um, just remember that while the baby boomers were growing up and becoming adults, uh, the levels of lead in the atmosphere were just astronomical. And I think that explains a whole lot about Uh. our parents' generation. Um, I think it really, really does. I can't draw any direct causal lines to that, but boy, boy, does it make a lot of sense that they're so full of shit because they were just breathing in lead all the time. Did you eat pink chips as a kid, son? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening, and remember, trans rights are human rights. As we go out to Road Trip by Scott Holmes, royalty-free music that sounds like an anime opener, uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, I know it's been a while between shows. We'll do what we can. I appreciate the people who stick with us. Even though it's been more and more sporadic lately, I know it makes it tough to keep up with the show. So uh, we will do our best. And hopefully when Blake does get back, you'll have some good stories from whatever the hell movie he's working on that he hasn't given me details about yet. So we'll see you next time, whenever that is. And uh, we love you. Love you.